This is Lou Moultrie. Welcome to Freedom to Talk podcast, a women's chat room. In this series, we are talking about domestic abuse and the impact it has on women and their families. The women who are speaking in this series have all been impacted by violence and abuse. This is an opportunity for these women to get their voices heard, start the conversation and dispel those myths. These are all honest accounts being discussed and can be distressing. So please, please take care when listening. Let's celebrate these women for speaking out. Um, us again these lovely London ladies I know I say that every week but um, we're trying to get out as many recordings as we can so that we can reach as many women men children as possible um, to educate people on domestic abuse and the impact so today our subject it may go off track and that's fine if it does um, is trauma and triggers so I'm just going to open it up. We've got um, Charlotte with us today. We've got Ginny here. Ginny is with Baby, so she's she's going to join us when she can. You know, Baby just likes to show show up at our podcast every week and make a bit of a racket, which is fine. Totally welcome. And there's Anna and Nina. Okay, so that's all of us and myself. Um, so yeah, let's open the conversation up. We are all we all have been impacted by trauma without a doubt and and after working uh, for many years with victims of domestic abuse survivors of domestic abuse i do not know one that has not been impacted by trauma and been traumatized by the abuse whether it's gaslighting whether it is um, emotional financial all of it I, I could go through the list but you know this stuff so, um, Nina, um, what, what comes to mind when I say the words trauma and triggers? What does that come, what comes to mind for you? Could be an experience, what you've learned or how you cope with them. Hi. Um, yeah, for me, trauma now, from my understanding of it, is like, I would describe it for me as something that's hurt in the past. I could only imagine it to be a physical trauma but now I've learned that there is also emotional trauma Mm. Um, and I can talk about it both on a domestic abuse level but also a childhood trauma experience that I think led or went kind of hand in hand with how I ended up um, in a domestic abuse trauma if you know what I mean yeah Um, and I suppose the connection for me with the triggers, I mean, the trigger was the, a real revelation for me to hear that word. Um, and that was, I, I always make reference to it because it's what a trigger? freedom program. Freedom program and how certain words were brought up that I'd never um, made the connection yeah. with how I was feeling. And so I can really relate to triggers and trauma in the sense that um I think you were describing as well how you feel something in your body whether it's your stomach your head your bones that 
just a a physical feeling Mm. and I suddenly you know you kind of put it all together and you know that you've been triggered by something and that trigger for me is like oh my god that must have been trauma and then I could relate it backwards Mm. to so many different things in my life was it like unpicking the story yeah Yeah. uh, what stood out for me way back then so that's what is it over a year now um certain things came up that were obviously very strong, but I'm still going through it now. So something might trigger me. And then I can say, oh, okay, I feel that. Mm. And that, where is the trauma there? And so I do unpick that and work around it. So I don't know if that describes to people who don't quite know yet. I don't know. I think it, um, I think it does, but it sounds like you've done a lot of work on yourself, um, Nina. So you're at a point where, you're recognizing ah that I'm feeling this in my body and let's look at why I'm feeling this and ah yeah I've just been triggered um so your brain is not going completely offline because I do believe when we're traumatized um and when unaware of it because a lot of us will be unaware that we've been traumatized um our brain completely goes offline it, you know the emotions take over and we react so we, we react and respond without being aware of what we're doing because we're almost in that point of trauma, almost regressed, I think. So I hope I'm making it clear is that it, it feels like you almost regressed to the place where it was frightening, scared, terrifying, um, all, all of those, those um, quite normal feelings that you would have put on hold. It's been triggered. It's tapped into that almost like electric bolt. Um, and opened that up and you're back in that place where you were before um so yeah it looks like Anna Anna you sounds like you you're nodding your head um do, yes, do you want to join us yes hi there um I just want to um elaborate on what Nina um Nina's just said and almost it I I'd identify with it um i spent about 30 years or probably the whole of my life up to this point being numb um absolutely numb I came out of it um and there were several words just like Nina said that um were like light bulb moments for me one was narcissist one was trigger um and one was trauma trauma I thought you went to A&E for um trauma I thought I went you went to A&E for um broken leg broken wrist etc um for um triggers I really didn't know what a trigger was and a narcissist I had to google yeah now I considered myself educated I was in a professional job Mm. um yet I was oblivious to all of these things. I also think the narrative for women is just get over it and get get on with your life. Mm. So that's kind of the narrative I live with for the first half a century of my my life. Mm. Once I found out what, or Googled what a narcissist was, I have been trying to process that and still am I I would say for triggers I've got a really good example um 
my daughters said to me once when we were having a heated discussion she said don't shout mum um because that makes me feel like I did back then yeah that's an and that was very early on after um my ex and I were divorcing and it really really hit the core um and from that moment on I realized that she was triggered I was triggered um a counselor also taught me about triggers and how it impacts you and how it impacts your whole of your body yeah. whereas my narrative before that was I'll uh, just get over it uh, you know uh, don't don't be weak just carry on mm-hmm. um with life yeah. um but now I realize it's actually fundamental to listen to your body and what your body does how did um, you cope Anna um did you because sometimes when we have triggers and we don't know what they are we don't know we've been traumatized and we've dissociated so you said um you were use the word numb which is really it's the disconnection and that's what trauma is that the it, it disconnects you you can be numb disconnect from your emotions um from everything and yeah. dissociate so that's what trauma is is dissociating disconnecting and not processing what's happened to you because it's too terrifying yeah too fearful I forgot what I was going to ask now well I was disconnected I would say there was no learning as in emotional learning um from my standpoint I remember a friend in the first lockdown um uh came around we were having a conversation in the in the road Mm. and she mentioned something about an emotional um thing that had happened to her yeah. And it just blew me away that somebody's day could be um, evolved from emotional feelings. I didn't realise emotions existed. Yeah. I was, I just hadn't cut, cut about off. me. Cut off, yeah. I just thought it was bad to be emotive. I thought um, you was like going back to school yeah. after my ex left and relearning about the world and it was a it was a lovely 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 experience to know that yes you can be emotive you can be happy you can be sad you can cry um all those kind of things Mm. which are so simple and so basic I just it it sounds really stupid but it it just shaped my whole world it really doesn't sound stupid, Anna, and I think you put that perfectly. It is about, um, it sounded like you began to connect, reconnect after being numb for all those years, you started to reconnect. Um, Charlotte, did you want to, you sounded like you wanted to um, say something on that. Yeah, thanks, Lou. So, you know, when you live with a narcissist for that kind of length of time as well, they actually control your emotion, emotional reactions. Like, you're not even allowed to be upset you're not even allowed to be crying you're not even allowed to be angry you're not even allowed you're just not allowed to express so you have to try and be neutral every single day because you're walking on eggshells Mm. and you don't want to do anything that will trigger a reaction from them so you shove down everything inside of you to just try and keep the peace on a day-to-day level and survive and manage the children and manage the environment and that is so incredibly, incredibly hard, but you don't even realize it 
until you finally break away from it however that may happen yeah I think and then I agree with you um Charlotte I think um speaking to, to so many women and understanding that myself is that when you're in it when you're in that relationship um I don't believe that you're allowed to have a space to breathe enough to find who you are to find out to process anything because they take over everything Think of what you do, what you eat often, um, what you watch on TV, the music you listen to, how you dress, um, how you do your hair, how you don't do your hair, when you go out, who you go out with. Um, we tend to lose ourselves um, with narcissists. One of the things also for me since um, getting free is that my memory has started to recover mm. um, because I didn't realise I had blocked just through trauma mm. I had blocked so much out um and then I've actually and it's taken years that I suddenly start to unwrap and that memory recall comes back and yeah. and you then you're able to then process it as you're going through your own healing journey you begin you begin to process it and actually see it for what it really was mm -hmm. and then that causes another complete new wave <laughs> of different sometimes re-triggering or re-traumatizing or reprocessing mm. as you begin to unwrap that yeah. con consciousness if I that feel makes like sense. It, yeah total it, i i feel like it's almost rewiring the brain it's like if you had an electrician and you had short circuit in your brain they'd come around and um, fiddle about and reconnect and rewire your brain so that it begins to connect again in the proper um, way. A, a tip of mine, um, well, one tip, um, I'm sure there's loads more, but I had exactly the same. I would get through a day and then go to sleep. And that was the best part of my day. And the new day would be a new day. And I would not remember what happened the previous day. Mm. Um, the tip I'm talking about is that if there were any situations, I began to write them down on my phone. Okay. So I would actually have a, a record of it because if you asked me the following day, I wouldn't know. So that's completely dissociating, isn't it, um, Anna? And thank goodness that you're in a place now to process, to think that you're, the front of your brain is working and allows you to process. So when you do feel that it's allowing you to process the feelings, I'm really pleased that you're in that space, but yeah, it's, it's so, so damaging. Um, Nina, did you want to, to add to that? I did actually. Um, you sounded so... a bit surprised then. <laughs> like, oh, I did actually. <laughs> yeah, no, because when Anna was, I didn't know um, if Charlotte had finished, um, talking about being numb, because I can again relate to that. And the word that I came up with because um, it described how I felt because um, if I can remind um, the listeners that mine was like a 35 year mm. um, relationship it's like during that time I felt that it was like emotional hijacking mm. so that's what I've called it in my head is like my emotions have literally been not just my memory so the brainwashing, the drip, drip, drip of changing the reality. 
what you remember, things that happened by the end of, after 35 years, what was one scenario at the beginning had turned into a completely different reality. Mm. And the trauma that I feel more frequently now yeah. is a trauma having been triggered by a trigger, of course, mm. that has made me realize that there's been that distortion in, in my memory and recollection. So I really do feel that I've been brainwashed. And again, even knowing that, realizing it is traumatic in itself. Because yeah. it's like, so what is reality? What is real? What is actually real and what isn't? Mm. And was it um, Anna who actually said it's like learning life all over again? Mm. So yeah, I do really feel that as well. And the other thing that I want to bring up really quickly um, is about how it gets normalized yeah. along the way. Everything is made as if it's okay. And you no, know, we ourselves, or what I generally did as my own traumatic um, preservation, if you want to put it early on, was to make it seem normal, mm. to convince myself that it was normal. And then afterwards, when you realize it's not, again, that's another- It's a trauma response as well, isn't it? Yeah, because so. you can have fight, flight, freeze, and fawn, and a lot of people don't think of the last F on uh, as a trauma response, but it's when you um, just uh, adapt to the situation. You adapt and you please. It's almost like being a people pleaser, and you adapt to the the moment, and you never you're you're not confrontational. You just go along with it because that's how you survive. Um, so that's very much a, a trauma response, which I don't think people really know. Um, Charlotte was um, nodding her head there as you were talking. Did you want to bring anything in, Charlotte? It's just wonderful hearing these women share because in mm. that process of them sharing, you realise and recognise those th same things in yourself. And I think that is so incredibly helpful because this platform actually gives us a voice and this platform actually gives us a safe place to be able to express what we've walked through and gone through without being, you know, shut down or shamed or dismissed. Yeah. Um, and I think that is so important. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think um, trauma is such a big subject and triggers. I mean, you could do a day's um if you're a professional do a day's training on this but you could just talk forever on this because it's so vast and the impact on us and um you know but we're going to do some more sessions or episodes on on trauma and triggers but it's just um you know so, so that people out there understand that when we have been traumatized um it can be years later it, it's almost like the only way I can explain it is if you lost someone and, you know, people say, oh, you, you, you get over it, you get over trauma, you get over this, you get over these um, terrible experiences. But actually, um, you can be triggered. And I, I find a great way to um, sort of verbalise how trauma works and how triggers work is if a trauma is it can be in a loss. And anyone out there who has lost someone will know that. Um, it can be years later. And if you've had a really close relationship with that person or um, they're an abuser and you've had an abusive relationship with that person, it can trigger you in, in different ways. And music 
is something that can just have you know you can be getting along with your day feel completely happy at ease with yourself calm doing the shopping whatever driving your car and you hear a song that connects you to that person or that loss um this is my way of explaining to people what triggers are and trauma is that your brain can your rational thinking can be completely overridden by emotions so you have that wave I don't know if anyone's felt like that is so you've lost someone we use this as, as an example you lose someone and you are triggered because you hear something you smell something that is smell used to smell like them um, it takes you back into that place some of us cannot explain it we can't put words to it but it impacts on how you feel in that moment you can't seem to grasp your rational thought anymore you're not in the moment of where you were just that second before that song or that smell or that sound um so yeah i'm i'm hoping i've made sense to anyone that's listening to give them a bit of insight um that's it's as simple as that that can be a trigger so if you imagine you've you've gone through domestic abuse and so I know one of my triggers, um, not so much now, but is if someone tickles me, um, which they don't often do, I have to say, because I look like Miss Piggy, anyone that used to watch The Muppets, because I go into my karate mode straight away, <laughs> or like Kato off the Pink Panther, like I'm going to attack. But I immediately uh, am triggered. I cannot control it. It's because it represents something in trauma that tickling was something my perpetrator used to do um, when I was very small to get his hands on me um you know before the abuse that's how many abusers do that so I actually feel that trigger in my body so I could be doing something completely you know calm and laughing with family it's usually someone's going to tickle you as a family member um and they're going to tickle you or something and I cannot I want to fight so I immediately go into, I don't go into freeze mode, I go to fight mode. Um, I don't like fighting, I don't like confrontation, but that I have no, um, I am unable to find a resource at that moment in time because it's too strong, it's too powerful in my body. So that's a trigger as well. And we will all have them for different um different areas of our life different reasons um things that that have hurt us i think someone mentioned that before so yeah so is anyone does anyone um want to say something guys i've i've brought that in that that makes sense or you want to add anything no um i sorry i i'll say something um it can even be just words yeah um yeah. words that a certain person has said before um and how i feel when i'm too good is as though my whole body is crumpled on the floor yeah um that's literally how i feel yeah. um it's so i've got no it's your my brain whole working at that time yeah does your brain work at that time Anna at all because no I just freeze I just go into this zone of blankness yeah um and 
when I didn't understand what a trigger was, mm. I really didn't know what was happening to me because um, that would happen several times a day, etc., etc., etc. And I would just get up and and carry on with my life and yeah. and think as I thought then. I thought I was mad. I was told I was mad, etc., etc. Um, you were having a normal response to abnormal behavior which we've said quite a few times in this is that yeah your your response is normal um yeah. absolutely to, to someone who has treated you abnormally and abnormal yeah. experience so so my whole life now I've mapped it back I realized that there's several big traumas that happened to me which consequently um mapped out my life mm. I dearly wish I knew about triggers trauma and narcissists when I was younger but better late than never oh absolutely better <laughs> late than never Anna um yeah you when you were saying about triggers they can be all sorts of things so we don't want you know anyone that's listening it's not just what we're talking about it's a vast subject um, you know, uh, the one that comes to mind straight away is nightmares. You know, you can dream about something and it impacts how you feel. You wake up, you know it's a dream, but it's triggered you. It's triggered your body. It's a sensation in your body. And it makes you have, it. it you know, before you know about triggers, often we think, oh, we're just having a bad day. I had a bad dream. But often it's relating to that it has triggered something within us, a fear a vulnerability and anxiety. Yeah, one thing I just want to add to that, actually, the fourth one is what um, Lou taught me in the feeding program was listen to your body. Yeah. If you if you listen to your body, it it means so much. Um, and I think women tend to not are told, or society tells women to do the opposite. Yeah, but we need to do. We need to listen to our bodies and what Absolutely. our bodies are trying to say to us. Our bodies. Um, you just brought a memory back just there. So I'm gonna. I don't really want to leave you on a um, crappy, literally uh, a crappy part. But I think it's important because it really reflects what you've just said. And I remember again being a victim of child abuse, amongst other things. Um, when I would go to the abuser's house, my body, I wouldn't be able to verbalise it. If anyone said to me, what's happened to you, Lou? I don't think I would have been able to find the words. I think I'd have blocked it all out. But um, my body had responded and I couldn't go to the toilet um, all the time I was there. So my body had responded. My stomach knotted up. I mean, now as an adult and I look back and I think, of, of course, of course it would have. But um, I had no understanding of this. The people around me had no understanding. But every time I went to that person's house, I could not go to the toilet. So if I stayed there in the summer holidays for a week, um, I would have stomach cramps by the third day because I just couldn't. I remember sitting on the toilet. But I'm not telling you all my toilet um, <laughs> stories. But I would be sitting on the toilet and, and trying to, um, you know, massage the sides of my stomach because it was so painful that my body 
was keeping score. And I think someone had said that they got the Body Keep Score, the book, which is a fantastic one. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of us are, are nodding here. But um, it, for anyone, you know, go out there, research, read stuff. Um, the internet's great. If, if um, money's a bit tight, we can get some um, free recordings or things on YouTube is, is um, find out because we're worth um, finding out about this stuff. We're, we're worth that support for ourselves. We're worth empathizing with ourselves and listening to ourselves. So, yeah. So I didn't want to leave you with me being on the toilet, but, but um, <laughs> I'm hoping that will, you know, really come, come together and, and help you understand that sometimes we are absolutely have no concept that we are traumatized but our body knows so yeah so in saying that we're going to close now and thank you so much ladies we are gonna continue this conversation there is so much more to be said um thank you for the ladies that are on here that are also supporting us that haven't spoke today we couldn't do it without you um you are wonderful women as well um charlotte thank you anna thank you nina um, and the other ladies, um, do you want to say goodbye? Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and hearing women's true life experiences. Don't let the conversation stop here. If you want to be part of Freedom to Talk podcast, contact me. You can link yourself in through the website at www.freedomtogethercic co.uk go to the contact me page and get in touch if you have suffered any form of trauma and would like to know more about receiving neuro experiential online therapy from myself please check out the website for more information take care and be safe